Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Becoming the CEO of Your Health. We are so excited for yes, Arthur and I oh, to my goodness. bring an absolute special guest with you today. Sometimes we're full of education by other clinicians and wellness practitioners and doctors and people just sharing their story. But today we have somebody who actually found Arthur and I looking for better health for himself. And I want you guys to understand who this gentleman is, the story behind him, and the foundation that he's creating, and how you too can be a part of something bigger out there in the world. So Brian Markham, welcome. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Arthur. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. So maybe you can just start um, with how you found us and then why health and prevention and wellness is important to you. Well, um, in the journey that I've gone through with my health, it has been, I've done a lot of research and what became very apparent as part of the, the health journey that I'm on is that uh, getting oxygen into the body is probably one of the best things you can do. And the best way to do that is to do hyperbarics. Of course, I exercise every day, and that's also good. But if you just want to lay down and relax and get oxygen into the body, hyperbarics. There you go. Oh, I mean, yeah. Couldn't, couldn't awesome. be any simpler. So, so Brian, tell us, sh share with our audience here, what, what was going on with you? What, what happened in your life that has led you down this journey of discovery of taking control of your, your own body, your own health, becoming the CEO of your health, as we like to say, right. um, that, that led you to investigating hyperbarics. Oh my goodness. How much time do we have? <laughs> as much as well, you want. That's right. You know, back in, so um, back in 2017, now the latter part of 2017, I was diagnosed with stage four metastatic prostate cancer. Wow. And I will not, you know, I will not try and glaze over this, but I was a mess. Yeah. <laughs> I was a mess. And you, when a, a man gets that sort of diagnosis, um, it, it's, it's really, um, it's a shattering diagnosis. And I didn't know what to do. Um, my children really rallied around and uh, really helped me out in, uh, in trying to get me to the right, in the right direction. And actually it was my eldest son that is, um, he, he was working for Oxford Financial, which is in the venture capital field. Mm -hmm. And they only invest in medical companies. And my son is the one, he did all the analysis when deals, new deals came in, he would do the analysis. Does this work? Is it viable? Is it something that we can invest in? So when he, he actually came down and stayed with me for a couple of weeks and he just says, dad, let me go to work. This is what I do. And he set me on course for finding these clinics. And in fact, I was getting ready to go to a clinic in uh, Mesa, Arizona, that had very good uh, track record. And one day after he'd gone home, he texted me and said, dad, you got to call me right away. And he'd found a clinic, the, uh, the Cancer Center for Healing in Irvine, California. And he said, you got to go check these people out. It looks, they do all the right therapies. Um, and he checked the therapies out and said, yeah, th this is viable. And this is from someone that is in the mainstream investment field of healthcare. Okay. And, and so I, I went to see them. And by the way, just going back, I was in severe pain in my groin because of where it metastasized. And I'm the, as I've already told you, I work out a lot uh, every day. And when I can't work out, I'm miserable. 
And within a few months of being at the clinic, um, I was going, wait a minute, I'm feeling really good. I really starting to feel good. And um, the pain went away and I was working out, was very healthy and uh, really started on a on a, a journey of being healthy. And I liked what the docs, doctors were saying. Um, my, uh, the oncologist that I had seen said, well, Brian, we have some very good drugs and we can keep you alive for two to five years. And I said, okay, what's plan B? And it was, <laughs> there is no plan B. Um, they have, it's, it's you know, uh, it's very much, it's a one dimensional show when you go there. However, I do still go and see my oncologist. I see him every couple of months. I am still taking a few drugs, even though they have reduced them tremendously down from the level I was at right at the beginning. And I've and he just says, Brian, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Um, yeah. So obviously, Brian, I'm just going to say for our audience sake, you know, everybody is unique and different. And we're not here to try to tell anybody you know, what they should or should not do, right. but you have such an amazing story. And I think it's so val valuable and powerful that people understand there are other options out there. Yes. So just to get really clear, did you do the traditional Western medical route of treatment of chemotherapy, radiation, even surgeries, anything like that? No, I, I didn't do any chemo or radiation. Um, okay. A few oncologists kind of was suggesting that I should do that but uh, it's really not gonna be that helpful for me. And, um, you know, one of the things that, that happened, that, that, well, actually the first thing that was done at the clinic was a, uh, what's called an RGCC blood test. And uh, believe it or not, they take your blood and they send it off to Greece, a lab in Greece. And this is a Swiss company with a very state-of-the-art lab in, in Greece. And what they do is a, absolute complete analysis of the cancer cells that they have they find in your blood they test different um, uh, compounds different treatments against that cancer they also test different chemo drugs against that cancer and they can now tell you and exactly i have the report that says if you're going to do chemo these are the drugs you need to do because they're most effective against your drugs also, here's the different supplements that you should take. Vitamin C was a big hit on mine, said vitamin C, your, your cancer does not like vitamin C. And because that's a huge boost to my immune system as well. And I've been doing IV vitamin C for, for quite a few years now. And, uh, you know, to the point where, where I'm at right now is I feel extremely healthy and, um, you know, my, my daughter actually brought up, my, my uh, eldest daughter brought up a thing. I saw something. She's about to go into the fire department. And in her um, write-up for the fire department, she had written, my dad, you know, my dad had a terminal illness. And I go, what's all this terminal illness? And, and she, she worked in, in the emergency rooms in San Francisco. And, and so she's pretty familiar with, I said, she goes, dad, you had stage four cancer. I said, let's stop this talk of terminal illness. Okay. <laughs> I had a disease. I'm taking care of it. And she goes, Oh, okay, dad. But that's when people I've met and I say, 
you know, I was stage four. I am stage four still. I'm still in that category. Stage four, you know, terminal cancer, if you want to call it. And they look at me and they go, wait a minute. No, that's not possible. And, and I think the image that people have is I should be, you know, like to sit in, in bed in a fetal position. Sex. Yeah, exactly. And so it, um, you know, the combination, I won't say it's all been the alternative treatments, but it hasn't been the, the mainstream drugs that I take, which I have been drastically reduced. And that's why I like working with this oncologist because he's just, Brian, he says, you don't need it, you know? And which is very refreshing to hear because those, those injections uh, are very expensive. They charge a lot for them but he wasn't out for the profit. He was out to make sure it was, he actually said to me, he said, Brian, I could give you this injection and it would be, I'd be perfectly okay to do it. But he said, if I did that, I wouldn't be treating you as an individual, which right. is so lacking in our healthcare field today. Is oh my gosh. You have to be treated by, like an individual because You're we're right. all different. We're all different. So let me ask you this, Brian, let's back up before your diagnosis for everybody to really understand because- right. You know what I believe, because my father now has passed almost 13 years ago of cancer. Right. And um, I, I think sometimes people just think it's just like, it could just happen to you. And if it happens, it happens to me. Um, today with what we can do to control our environment, to actually break this stress cycle that breaks down our own body's immunity that may lead to this. Were you living, I know you often exercise, but were you living a really healthy stress-free life prior to all this or would you say no you weren't listening to your body as much that that is such a good question um during my my journey i call it my health journey it, you've you have to understand where the cancer came from the first thing that i've learned during the treatment is that cancer is merely a symptom of something else going on in the body Okay, so it's all very well. You can treat the cancer, you can get rid of the cancer, you can do chemo, do radiation, surgery, or whatever. But if you don't treat the root cause, guess what? It's going to come back. It might be five years later, it might be 10 years later. And you have to change those things that you were doing that um that will cause cause the cancer in the first place. Now, That's prior right. to prior to my diagnosis, I had been through um one very bad um, uh, divorce with child custody and everything. And, uh, you know, and I, I just was determined that there was no way I was going to be a visitor to my children. And, you know, in, in this, in, in Southern Orange County, very conservative area, it was like, what is this man doing? And I just took the position, I don't care what it costs. I am not going to be, I'm going to raise my children. And uh, as today, I have a great relationship with all four of my children. So that's so fantastic. But you're right. Both um, Arthur and I have both gone through, you know, yeah. similar. And it is um, very, very emotionally, therefore physically yeah. stressful and body, your body breaks down. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, it's, it, I was under stress. I had financial problems. Um, and it just, you know, and then my, my second marriage was, you know, it didn't, it didn't work out. We had, we had my youngest daughter, Marielle, and it, it just, it was stressful to the nth degree. Mm -hmm. And it just, um, 
I, I now can look back and go, oh yeah, that's, that's where it all started. And it realized, I realized that the blockages that I had created in my system, in the bodily system, all led to the cancer. And of course for men, where does all that stress and everything goes right into our prostate? I mean, that, that's where we, we collect it. And that's what caused it. And so, you know, it, it's pretty easy for me now to look back and go, oh, I see, I see where this started. And a lot of, lot of different things that led to stress and a lot of sleepless nights. And, uh, you know, but finally, finally I got, I'm on the right track now. Yes. Well, you know, Brian, I think so many of us in the world are out there on a similar path and they're not slowing down and they're not taking care and de-stressing and paying attention to their bodies until something happens like this. And right. then you want to raise awareness to everybody into the world. And so that's really Arthur. My mission is we don't want to see people to have to go through where you are today. We want people to start understanding at a much younger age that there's just a simple thing. So if you just follow a few things, but you have yeah. to have a mechanism in your life to break this stress cycle and to be able to release the stress out of your body or something, something probably not so positive in health is going to happen. Right. So thank you for sharing your story. And, and now you have been so passionate about how your recovery has been in your health. Tell us about this next journey of yours that you have created a foundation to help basically other people in need going through cancer, be able to access services that maybe traditional insurance isn't covering. Is that correct? And so we can talk to that people is, about that is correct, yeah. how to learn more. And maybe if you're out there looking for places to donate, looking for causes, you know, I'd love for you guys to um, be able to access the foundation. We'll be sure to drop information down in the show notes so that you can say, maybe this is a really great place. I've had cancer in my family. I would like to look to place to donate. Maybe this is a place that you're looking for. So share with us how this came about, Brian. Well, the, the passion really started when I started to realize that, you know, this is not a terminal illness. This is something that can be treated. It's merely a disease of the body that needs to be treated and it needs to be treated correctly. And um, it was probably two years, maybe a little over two years ago now, um, I was sitting there in, in the cancer clinic. I had an IV in my arm and I'm going, you know, I should really do something and help try and help people get this type of treatment because it none of it none of it's covered by insurance or li very little of it is covered by insurance mm -hmm. um so you've got to have the financial means to be able to to do the types of treatments that i've done and i said hey this is I, this is something i need to do and so i didn't know anything about nonprofits. i knew a 501c3 and i needed to do that and you know, I've been in the high tech field. I've been in software development all my life. And, uh, uh, you know, it, it, I just said, I got to do this. So I filed a 501c3 with the state and I'm thinking, oh, I, I got that back and I'm going, great. We, we've got a nonprofit. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, that's about 10% of the work. The, right. the other 80% or 80 to 90% is filing what's called a 1023 application with the IRS. Because until the IRS throw holy water on you and bless you, you are not non-taxable. And so I did that and, and we, got, we got our 
exemption letter from the IRS and from the state. And we are now a fully bona fide nonprofit. And so what we started to do was back in 2019, 18, I forget now, it's, I'm losing track of the time, but we started to raise some money and we had some donations and we started to, we found a couple of people that we started to help with their costs. And, you know, it was a slow start. Um, and then we helped them out with, with some of their bills. But then of course, you know, the beginning of last year, COVID hit and that shut down all fundraising and everything. And we had done some great stuff. We had done a, um, a couple of games with the Angels um, where we'd taken a group of 50 people out to an Angels game and tons of pictures were taken. And uh, we've got a great relationship with the Angels. In fact, for the 2020 season, they called us up. They said, we've just got the schedule. We're calling you first. And we would love to have you come out to a game again. And we're giving you the game that we have against the Washington Nationals, who were the then our World Series champions. And so th that's the sort of relationship we have with them. And as soon as we can all get back to watching baseball, I'll be on the phone with them or they'll be on the phone with me one way or the other. And so we did this and, and now we're, we're just, this year we've started to kind of push again and go, okay, and we're talking to everybody now. It's kind of funny. I started with not knowing anything and filing for a 501c3. Now I have a full board of directors. I have a doctor. Uh, my son, my oldest son is the CFO. Um, you know, and now we, we, I have a corporate counsel um, who's a fully, you know, expert in uh, nonprofits. And um, we're now starting to push again and see how, how do we get moving again? Exactly. Uh, so Brian, tell, be slow. Sure. Tell the audience again what the name of the foundation is. It's Our Care Foundation. And okay, you our can care find foundation. us ourcarefoundation.org. And, and, um, and then tell us what, um, just so people know, like I want to donate to, you know, know a little bit more. Obviously they can go to the website and learn tons of information there. But if you could give in like two or three bullets about like you, obviously you're raising money. And then what do you do with that? Like tell people how you're serving. So they really know what's being done with the funds. Well, we have a number of people that we're in contact with that are looking to get some funds. Um, and what we do is once we get those funds, we then pass it on to these um, people that are in need. And we look for people that, so this is actually a very important point. When I, started this journey and you know after sitting down with my family money was not a question and i mean that from the point of view i didn't care how much it cost because if i didn't get healthy um then what's the point in having money in the bank right so i i kind of joked around and kind of this is a semi joke but i always said well maybe i'll write a book when it's all done <laughs> and i'll make some money back so i was all in and so we're looking at, and we're looking for people that have the same attitude that they're all in and they're, you know, let me put it crudely. If you have a million dollars sitting in the bank and you're not willing to invest that in your health, then I don't, don't come to our care foundation, you know, look after yourself. We're looking for people that truly are looking for this type of help and just don't have the means to do it. 
but are willing mentally and emotionally and financially to commit to being healthy. And we're, we're right there with you. And even though we're, we're just a financial help, I want us to reach out even more and, and be kind of a lifestyle coach as well, because that, that's the other thing I did. My lifestyle changed completely. Not, I probably exercise more now, but I, at the beginning, and it's only in the last few months that I've changed this slightly, I was full vegan. And my doctor said, you know, uh, type A blood type, go full vegan. And I did great on it for three years. Recently, my doctor said, you know, throw a little, you know, fish or chicken in there. She did mention red meat, which I still can't eat. So, <laughs> um, but, and I've, I've introduced that with no problems, but my diet is primarily, it's, it's vegetarian primarily. So very plant-based. Very plant-based. Yeah. And, and of course, low carb. That's, yeah. that's the, you know, as you start to learn all this stuff, um, an ultra low carb diet is absolutely essential in this quest for health during cancer. Um, carbs turn into sugar, glucose in the body. That's, that's, the, that's the feed for cancer yeah, cells. Cancer so you right? sugar, You're yeah. just gonna light that inflammation, right? <laughs> well, you know what you know, what's make, makes me crazy is you hear these stories of people going in for chemo and the doctors tell them, oh, eat burgers, eat fries, just fatten up because you're gonna lose weight. Well, yeah, you're gonna lose weight because you're gonna lose your appetite, but why you're killing cancer cells with the chemo, but then you're, you're also feeding cancer cells with all the glucose and sugar that you're putting in your body. And so it's something, you know, maybe I'm not educated enough as a doctor to, to understand that, but it seems like contradictory to me. Well, I, th I think we would agree with you there, Brian. And I think the other thing that, you know, you and I have talked about before, but some of these people go through these radical treatments or, or even non-traditional treatments and change their life so much in order to get better. But once they're considered free and clear, they go right back to living how they were before. Right. And then they're shocked when the cancer comes back again. I, that's, it, you're almost reading my mind, Arthur, because <laughs> what I also did was I came up with an idea called Our Care Lifestyle. So as Our Care Foundation and realizing that this is a, this is a lifestyle thing. This yeah. is something. So I want to be able to coach people in their lifestyle so that once you are cancer free, you stay that way for the rest of your life. And it's not just the physical, it's also the mental. And that's something else that I've worked on a lot. And so I want to help people with that, um, letting go of those, um, those hurts, those, those things that have really hurt you in the past. You got to let them go because, you know, and, and forgive. Forgiveness is such a powerful tool for people that are going through health issues. Forgive. And the forgiveness is not for that person that you're forgiving. It's for you because you are letting it go. And whatever that, that, that blockage that, that that pain is causing you is creating physical diseases in your body. Oh my so God, it, Brian, it's, it's interesting because Arthur and I are just currently going through a personal development course on the psychology of the mind and so much. And one of the things that we've all been learning more and more is forgiveness. And I think historically we think yeah. 
we're going to forgive the other, but it's letting go and forgiving us. That is right. what's going to free us. And right? even having that permission, giving yourself that permission to forgive. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. It's okay. Just, just forgive that other person. And, and that's, that's what I've done, you and know, and too, right. Many times you have to forgive yourself and forgive. And, Oh, so that's so important too, because, you know, uh, I mentioned I had financial problems and uh, forgive, I, I forgive myself. I made mistakes, you know, and, you know, it's okay. I'm, I'm okay now. I'm, I mean, I'm fine now. It's so, you know, and, and most importantly, I have a really strong family around me. So it, it's, and probably that's the most important thing to me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh I mean, goodness. health and family, health and family. Wow. Yep. So Brian, again, just to kind of recap for people, obviously lots of people out there that are suffering from cancer and looking for resources. Obviously I'm sure even on your site, there's like your journey of what you did. Some people just want to know like, well, what should I be doing? What should I, you know, beyond just seeing my regular doctor as just resources of looking into certain things. Can they well, are, have resources like that? Yeah. So my my best advice there's no there's no one pill that fits everybody like i mentioned that vitamin c is very very good for me um that rgcc test that you do when you first go and by the way it's not done anywhere in the us you have to send your blood to greece but you do that and they will come back and tell you exactly what type of treatments, what type of supplements you should be doing that your cancer cells will not like. And it's all about, and now I'm even doing uh, immunotherapies where they, it's interesting now we have mRNA vaccines. I've been doing them for years, not vaccines, but mRNA immunotherapies for my cancer, where they literally take my cancer cells, reprogram the message RNA, put them back in my body. And now the immune system says, oh, I see you. You're out of here. And um, in fact, that, that brings up another point I wanted to make is that I, I actually, one is actually one of our providers on the website. And I went to see him and I said, I'm in a war, I'm in a battle, I'm going to win this war. And he said, Brian, he said, let me stop you there. He said, you don't want to be in a war or a battle because what does that cause? PTSD. Okay. So what he says is talk to your cancer cells. And this is what you say. And I, when, I, when he first said this, I go, you've got to be crazy. He said, thanks for visiting, but now it's time to leave. And I didn't understand it at first, but now I thought, oh my God, you know, okay, cancer cells, thanks for visiting. It's now time to leave. Bye-bye. You know, yeah, bye-bye. And they will leave. Mm -hmm. You know, if you get your, it's amazing what the human body can take care of if we just get out of its way. You know, oh. it, it's a, it is the most sophisticated mechanism on the planet. It's the most sophisticated animal on the planet. And it is a wonderful mechanism. Um, whoever you want to believe, put it together. That's, you know, um, I leave that up to everybody. But whoever, whatever entity did it, it is a fantastic entity. And we need to stop putting garbage in it and stop treating it so badly. The analogy that I always use is, is that if, 
if you were told, here's your car as a teenager, and this is the only car you're going to have for the rest of your life, how would you treat it? Mm, like old, probably, right? You'd do everything to take care of it. You would, you'd be out there polishing it and doing whatever you can every single day. And that's what we need to do with our bodies is do the same thing, you know, and it, let me, I, I don't want to paint a too rosy of a picture here because there are bumps in the road that there, there always are, but you, you move onwards and, and upwards. Oh wow. my gosh. Well, Brian, thanks you for sharing with our audience. I mean, I think hearing stories connect people. Somebody may have had your story or something similar or a right. cousin or a neighbor, right? And knowing that they too can get through it or how do I support it or how can I connect people? But also know that there is a lot of things out there that we can do to help optimize the health of our body. Yes. And with foundations like yours, you can seek help for those people that need it, that maybe really are out there in dire need saying, I, I just can't afford it. And for those of you out there that are looking for causes and say, you know, we always like to know where our money's going and how we can help. Right. And so if you feel like you want to look into more to find out, like, would this be a place that you want to give and donate your money to? Please be sure you guys to go to ourcarefoundation.org. You can find more about the company's story, what they do, how to support them, as well as how to contact Brian for more information. Brian, thank you so much for your time today. It's been an absolute pleasure spending a little time with you and our audience. And your story is just inspiring. It truly is. We know that if you can overcome all these obstacles that have been in your way, you are just shining the path, on, the light on the path of other people to do the same. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Kelly and Arthur. Thank you so much for inviting me to do this. I've been dying to do a podcast of some sort. And, and this was, I think that, you know, I was meant to find you. Yes, <laughs> you know, and, and you know, it's been working out. I've been getting my hyperbarics done. And uh, I think this is just, uh, uh, you know, more of the story to tell. You got it. Well, you guys go out there, live your life in the most vitality that you can and take care of yourself. And like Arthur and I say to everybody as the podcast is, is truly go become the CEO of your health, everyone. So enjoy. Thanks so much, everybody. Bye, guys. Thank you and, all. Um, have Bye. a fantastic day. Okay, Brian.